Hi, and welcome to the Pleasure for Health podcast, the space where we talk about topics related to intimacy, relationships, desire, and of course, pleasure. I'm your host, Ailsa Kepi, a somatic sex educator, therapist, and a lifelong student of the body-mind-spirit connection. You can find out more about me and my programs and services on my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com. Now, on to today's show. Hello and welcome to this week's live event on the Ask Ilsa podcast. Um, this week we are dealing with a another really kind of juicy topic of how do you build trust in relationships. And um, this comes up any time we are in any type of relationship, whether it's a close intimate relationship, a work relationship, a client therapist or a, a customer business owner type of relationship, in, our, in your family relationships. So really building trust is something, it's a skill and something we need to work on to, in order to have great relationships in any sphere of our life. And I wouldn't want to leave out the most important relationship and actually the fundamental relationship where we learn to build trust, which is with our own self, <coughs> with our own body, with our own self. Uh, this is where we lay the foundations for our ability to be able to be trusting or to be trusted in the world. So if you haven't checked out my website yet, please do go to www.pleasureforhealth.com. You'll find lots of um, information, blog posts about all sorts of things to do with intimacy and relationships, as well as all the information on my coaching programs. So on with today's um, topic, uh, I think most of us can really relate to uh, a time in our lives or a particular relationship when we felt we were betrayed when our trust was betrayed, we put our trust in someone and then, you know, it was broken. And I think we all can recognize the pain of that um, and how that affected our relationship. Perhaps some of you broke up our, an intimate relationship because of a trust betrayal. Perhaps uh, it really um, kind of made your relationship much more difficult. Maybe you're still struggling with the trust bond in your relationships. Sometimes this, this begins right from the get-go. A lot of the people I work with that have been traumatized or abused as kids haven't had the opportunity to build a trusting relationship uh, you know, any time in their lives, and so they don't even know how to do it. Um, you know, How do you even build trust? Is it just a thing that happens that appears like a magic you know, poof out of nowhere, um, and suddenly you have trust in someone or not? And I think this is the question that a lot of people have, you know, do we build trust quickly? Like, are we meant to fall in love? You know, we definitely can fall in lust overnight. Does trust build this quickly as well? Do we just automatically have to trust someone we're seeing uh, or maybe a new love interest or are, is this something different? And I think, you know, one of the biggest things to realize is that trust is built over time. And so we can't expect too much too soon. And it's different than, you know, physical intimacy, which, uh, you know, I think can be experienced quickly and, you know, um, very passionately. 
you know, you can have a, an interest in someone, they can have an interest in you, it can develop into a physical intimacy very quickly. But a trust in someone that they will be there for you, a trust that you can trust what they're saying, what, that they'll do what they say, all of these types of things do take time to build. And so after that initial spark of love, that you might uh, have felt for someone, you have to get to the down to the hard work of building trust with them if you actually want to build a relationship. So um, we're just going to kind of go through a few things that help you to build trust that might you might want to think about. One is um, being true to your word and following through with your actions. That seems pretty obvious, but so many of us don't do that for many good reasons. You know, we might think that, you know, I, I promised my neighbor I would walk her dog, but I really didn't want to. And then, you know, when the time came, I, you know, I had a headache and I didn't do it. You know, many of us do these little kind of betrayals of trust of our word all the time. And, you know, it doesn't actually, it actually builds distrust. And so then, you know, next time your neighbor probably won't ask you. And, you know, you've, you've not built a trusting relationship there. Uh, so part of it is actually knowing yourself, knowing your limits. And this is interesting, this, this to me, this development between knowing ourselves and being able to be trustworthy or to be trusting. Um, it, it requires us to do some self-work. And I think this is a theme in all of my talks at some level is that we do need to work on ourselves. We need to learn to trust ourselves. If you're saying yes to things that you have no intention of actually following through with, you're not only betraying the people that you're promising things to, but you're betraying your own sense of, um, you know, your action and, and words match up, your own integrity. And if you're, um, you know, betraying your own self, is it any wonder that your outer world may bring up some... Uh, opportunities for you to have betrayal type of relationships so that you can realize this is happening in your own self. I think many of the life lessons that we come up with are actually there to make us self-reflect, to turn the camera on ourselves and have a look at what are we doing as well. This is not to say that we're completely responsible for everything, of course not, but it, you know, it gives us the opportunity to at least check it out. So learning how to communicate effectively, you know, once we actually have, you know, said something and we're true to our word, to communicate effectively is part of building trust. If we can't actually communicate what we're going to do or how we're going to do it or our emotional state or all of those types of things, then it's going to be difficult for someone to trust us because they can't really understand us. And so communication is really um, something that, I think all of us could benefit from working on quite a lot. So there's many ways to work on communication. Um, I might deal with that in this in another topic. Um, but communicating effectively is important in building trust. And I mentioned before, it takes time to build trust. And most of us expect way too much too soon. I know that uh, friends and friends of mine start a new relationship and they expect within a week that the person is committed, that they're going to do what they say, that they're always going to turn up, that they're going to be there for them when they're sick or their child needs a drive. I mean, these types of trust uh, and ability to give and take 
requires way more, uh, way more time and energy put into a relationship. And so we have to build this slowly and gradually. So don't go into a relationship expecting everything at the beginning. If you're starting a new job, turn up on time, do your job well. After a few months, you know, people will notice that you're trustworthy and that you do a good job. And then, you know, you can build on that trust. You know, maybe you ask for a raise, maybe you, you know, you talk to someone about doing some more involved work, whatever that is, you can actually build on that. But you do have to take the time to show up and build the trust and, and vice versa. The other person also, you know, needs to act in a trustworthy way. So you build this mutual trust. Another thing is taking the time and to make decisions carefully. Um, you, you have the courage to say no if it's not something that you're going to be able to do. And then, you know, to be organized in your commitments. I'd never thought about this, actually, but I was reading about how being organized and, you know, having a schedule and knowing what we can fit into our lives actually helps us build trusting relationships because I'm not going to promise to cook dinner tonight um, for my partner, if I know that I have clients all the way till six o'clock, I mean, there's no way that I can do that. So being organized and saying, yeah, on Fridays or whatever, I'm going to make time to make you dinner and block off my schedule. So I'm organized actually helps to build trust and to build maybe a reciprocal type of, uh, relational thing. Um, you want to develop your team skills. So teamwork is about building trust. And many of us hear about team building at work and you know it's kind of laughed at or you roll your eyes when you have team building afternoon but it's really important to build that kind of trusting relationship with your colleagues if you have to run around checking all their work um, to make sure they're doing something right this is not a, a trusting relationship and you're going to be stressed out and so are they and um, you know again you have to build that up gradually. If they actually aren't being trustworthy and aren't doing a good job, then that needs to be, you're back to communicating effectively. So being honest, well, that's kind of obvious. If you want to build a trusting relationship, it helps to be honest. I think what we also want to throw in there is being authentic. So some people just, you know, we say whatever we think the other person wants to hear and we think we're being honest. You know, we're not lying per se, but you know, Again, if we're honestly self-reflecting and being honest about who we are, what we feel, what we actually want to do or not do, um, this goes a long way towards building trust. In intimate relationships, I see this come up with clients, you know, in the bedroom. Um, you know, you, you need to be honest if you don't like a certain thing, you know, trying to kind of do it and not really, you know, um, being very uh, open to some kind of new thing in the bedroom and your partner's asking you for something and you're kind of, you know, a little bit off and, you know, and they don't trust you. They're like, well, do you love me? Do you want to, to be here with me? And so the whole trust thing gets brought up. Whereas if you can say, hey, you know, I really do love you. I want to do these things with you, but I just don't want to do that other thing. Can we talk about it? Then you can build trust this way. So don't hide your feelings. Don't deny the reality of your feelings. How many of us, I can speak for myself, I work a lot with people that have been in abusive relationships and a lot of times the reasons we get into those types of betrayals and relationships where uh, trust is not a part of the relationship 
is that we are living in a bit of a fantasy world. We create, uh, we create an, a reality that we would like to be living in, but we're not actually looking at what is right in front of us. So this doesn't, it doesn't create trust because we're not actually in the present moment with what's really happening right now with this person. We're in our heads or in our imaginations or in our dream world of what we would, you know, where we want to put that person into our characters in our head and how it plays out. And this is just not, you know, not a reality. And so people don't trust us when we are doing that. They're like, oh, she's a bit flighty or she doesn't have her feet on the ground. Or, you know, you've all had that experience of someone that doesn't seem really trustworthy. They just don't seem to be all here. So there, it's important to um, be uh, aware of the current reality, to be grounded, to be present, and not to hide your feelings. So here's another one that's interesting is, is don't self-promote all the time. Don't um, say, well, I do this really well. Well, I can always like, I can do that. You know, if you're doing that kind of self-promotion all the time, people tend to kind of go, hmm, why are they having to say it all the time? If they were just really good, maybe they'd just be really good and people, you know, people would know that we don't need to promote ourselves all the time. Now, this doesn't mean to say don't brag every once in a while about how great you are or something that you're really proud of, but just, you know, watch that, you know, are you doing that all the time in a way to try and build trust? Are you trying to get the other person to trust you and it's kind of a desperate reaching um, towards that person's uh, trust. So always do what you believe to be right and not just act to gain approval. And this can take some courage actually to, to do this because you might know that you know you need to actually say no to this thing um, and it's going to make people upset with you. So, you know, if you're saying yes, uh, when you mean to say no, and you know people are going to be upset if you say no, and so you don't, then you're actually lying and you're not being trustworthy. And so it doesn't help build a trusting relationship. It builds this kind of mm, weird attachment, codependent type of, you know, are you going to do that? Well, and then, you know, somebody nags you all the time. And it's like, because they kind of know you're not really going to do it but you've said you're gonna do it, so what does that mean? And I think that's where a lot of people get really stuck in these, in these cycles of um, not trusting each other. So admit your mistakes. Yeah, that's a hard one too. You know, a lot of this trust stuff takes a lot of courage, a lot of vulnerability. And admitting your mistakes is about showing your vulnerability and about owning the responsibility for what you do and don't do and how you might have hurt someone and this if you do it authentically can really help build trust and I think it's happening now in the world you know if you um, hurt someone a racial comment or something that you didn't realize and you actually take the time to reflect and um, own that you might have uh, overlooked that that would have hurt that person perhaps that's going to build more of a trusting relationship with that person and also with others who may have a similar, uh, may have had a similar reaction to what you did, but didn't actually say it to you. So Goethe, a, a, a philosopher, I think he was German uh, or Swiss, um, actually had this saying, it says, as soon as you trust yourself, you will know how to live. As soon as you trust yourself, you will know how to live. 
So I, I kind of want to bring this back to saying really the most important relationship to, in which to learn trust and build trust is with yourself and to be really honest uh, about that with yourself. And it requires that you have some boundaries that you're aware of, that you, um, you know, honor those boundaries. You know, if you are constantly saying, well, you know, I'm not going to answer the phone after 10 p.m., but then you answer it every time, you know, it's kind of like you've made this pact with yourself, but you're not keeping it. And that's, you know, you start kind of having an energy. When I used to do a lot of energy field work, it's like you're putting into your energy field that you don't keep your word, even to yourself. And so this gives that vibe that you're not trustworthy, whether you've ever betrayed someone else in that way or not. If you have boundaries for yourself and you have self-care and you do that, you actually build that frequency in your own self and therefore you attract that in the relationships in your outer world. Um, so keep the promises you make to yourself. If you promised that you're going to take Sunday morning off and uh, you know spend time with your kids, take Sunday morning off and spend time with your kids. Don't let someone else's drama or work or anything get in the way of that. Say no, you know, I've created this boundary. Here's what I'm going to do. And I've promised to do this and I'm going to do it. And that builds that type of frequency in your own field. So speak kindly to yourself. Of course, there's always exceptions to everything and we always make mistakes. And there are times when we just have to, you know, we have to do something else for sure. So speak kindly to yourself. Don't be self-critical. Oh, I, I was going to lose five pounds this week and I haven't done it. I ate chocolate cake last night and then I'm, you know, self-critical for the rest of the week. That's not going to help build trust. Build trust slowly and carefully and be kindly to yourself. The same as you would be compassionate to a, a really good friend. You know, you get, a, you, get a, you get some free passes now and then. But just on the most part, really try to pay attention to what is that sabotage uh, energy that's coming in that's, you know, have you made an unrealistic goal that you're trying to keep or are you sabotaging yourself? And these are, again, self-reflective questions to help you have good relationships. And be mindful of your emotions. Know what you're feeling when you're feeling it. This is really a hard one because our culture doesn't really give us much emotional IQ uh, education. So we kind of have to pick it up as we go along and having a, a sense of what we're feeling and when we're feeling that and why we're feeling that um, and letting ourselves, being compassionate with just letting the feelings come up and flow because emotions will just, are meant to kind of move in the body and move and change and transform into something else. And so knowing that we're feeling something and allowing that to move and change in us is, you know, also important in the trust thing. You know, if you're sad and you don't know you're sad and you've said to people, no, I don't, I don't mind, whatever. But really deep down, you're really in grief about this thing. You know, knowing that you're sad and saying, you know, I really, I felt really sad about that. I'm a missed opportunity, let's say. Um, I felt really sad that I didn't get home, you know, when I said I would and it was you made dinner for me and I, I feel really sad because I was looking forward to that too. Owning that helps the other person, you know, go, oh, okay, yeah, I see that. And instead of saying, yeah, whatever, like I was busy at work and I couldn't do it, you know, um, it doesn't help the other person to kind of come into an empathetic 
um, relationship with us. So that relationship between empathy and trust, between really, um, you know, knowing us, knowing ourselves and knowing another person, this is a wonderful gift and a great journey and probably the hardest spiritual path ever. Uh, so, you know, be kind and compassionate to yourself as you build trust with yourself, which, like I said, takes time, it takes time, it takes energy, it takes commitment. So um, let me know how your trust is going uh, with yourself, with your intimate relationships, with your work relationships, with your family relationships. See what happens when you put a few of these things into practice and see if it starts building more trusting relationships in your life. All right, it was lovely talking to you all this week and we'll be here again next week at the Ask Ilsa podcast. If you have a relationship question that you would like me to answer, uh, please send it to me. Uh, you can reach me through my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Pleasure for Health podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please share it with your friends and loved ones. Let's discover and celebrate more pleasure together. Again, my name is Elsa Kepi, and you can find out more or contact me on my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com. I look forward to sharing another episode with you again very soon. Wishing you a pleasure-filled day.